Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts season two of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here with a classic episode from our previous host, Christian Sager. We here generally approve of the cataloging and preservation of things, from films to recipes to paintings to traditional craft methods to bones. But some things are more ephemeral than others. Today's question is how might researchers go about preserving smells? Hey, Brain Stuff, it's Christian Sager. Pardon me. Fragrance is your book wearing. Researchers at University College London suggest that the nose knows, get it? In an extensive study of smells, heritage, and historic paper published in the journal Heritage Science, the authors argue the importance of documenting and preserving smells. But why? The researchers realized that visitors at St. Paul's Cathedral, Dean and Chapter Library in London, frequently comment on the aroma of the space, saying they feel like they can smell 
history. Now, thanks to our limbic system, odors can make us pretty emotional, especially when they evoke memories. Scents affect how we experience different cultures and places and help us gain more insight into and engage more deeply with the past. Since smells are a part of our cultural heritage, the researchers posit they have historical value and deserve to be identified analyzed, and archived. Using chemical analysis and sensory descriptions, the study authors set about figuring out a way for scientists and historians to do so. In one experiment, the researchers asked visitors at the historic library to characterize the odors they smelled. More than 70% of respondents considered the library smell as pleasant. All the visitors thought it smelled woody, while 86% noticed a smoky aroma. Earthy was 71%, and vanilla at 41% were also descriptors visitors chose often. Other responses ranged from musty to pungent and floral to rancid. Mm. In another experiment, the study authors analyzed the responses of 79 visitors to the Birmingham Museum and Art Gallery in the United Kingdom to the smell of a historic book from a second-hand bookstore. To capture the book smell, a piece of sterile gauze was soaked in 5 milliliters, or 0.17 ounces, of an extract of the book odor and placed in an unlabeled metal canister screwed shut to prevent visitors from peeking. The top three responses when the visitors were prompted to describe the smell? Chocolate, coffee, and old The team even analyzed the volatile organic compounds, also known as VOCs, in the book and in the library. Most odors are composed of VOCs, or chemicals that evaporate at low temperatures. VOCs are often associated with certain smell types, like acetic acid with sour, for instance. Using the data from the chemical analysis and visitors' smell descriptions, the researchers created the historic book odor wheel to document and archive the historic library smell. Main categories such as sweet or spicy fill the inner circle of the wheel. Descriptors such as caramel or biscuits fill the middle and the chemical compounds likely to be the smelly source like furfural fill the outer circle. The researchers want the book odor wheel to be an interdisciplinary tool that untrained noses can use to identify smells and the compounds causing them, which could address conservators' concerns about material composition and degradation, inform artifact paper conservation decisions, and benefit olfactory museum experiences. Today's episode was written by Shelley Danzi and produced by Dylan Fagan and Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other ripe topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.